In early 2020, I was teaching art and creative therapies from a rented office in London. The room buzzed with clients and students choosing from my collection of sampling miniatures and art materials, but the pandemic stopped all that. Like many of us, I felt nervous about doing creative work online. So my mind took me back to doing talking therapy. My heart sank as I started packing my treasures away and handed back the keys to my office. I kept some symbols and paints by my computer at home, and as I began talking therapy again, the figures and the colours kept calling to me. So I followed my old creative process and began including sand play and art with my clients. By releasing my fear, which is the antithesis to expression, I learned to appreciate playful online therapy. The good news is that this is a completely new way of working. Therefore, you can find creative alternatives that suit your personality and style of working. You can tailor online therapy sessions to suit your clients, whether they are children, adolescents or adults. Many of us are finding harder to concentrate during this stressful time, and in our trauma therapy training, we discuss, we discuss Dan Siegel's window of tolerance. Basically, we are spending a lot of time trying to regulate our system, which leaves less time to focus. So how about trying shorter sessions? It helps in any case to relieve Zoom fatigue for both therapists and clients. It's tempting, I know, just to check in with clients on the telephone. However, there's an increasing amount of research, for example, by Stephen Porges, that seeing your face matters. The area around your eyes in particular can convey safety to help regulate distressed clients, as does the sound of your voice and the way that you breathe. Whilst you're using FaceTime or Zoom, you may sat, be sat wishing you had brushed your hair first but remember that for a client, that windswept little face of yours can be a soothing memory of normality. We can still regulate each other, even through a screen. The person you're working with may be in their home, perhaps even in their bedroom. This is a great opportunity to see into their inner world. What pictures do they have? Could they show you your fa their favourite toy or book? Children and young people in particular often enjoy showing you around the home. You will also get a good idea of the dynamics in the household. For example, how much privacy does the client have? How respectful are other people, such as partners or parents, of the online therapy? If an adult chooses to talk to you from their car, what does that tell you? I recontract with existing clients inviting them to consider how online art therapy or sand play can be protected. New clients also need to work out boundaries before the online therapy begins. We can get hung up, especially as art therapists, on having the right paint or sand tray miniatures. To do creativity in therapy, each client obviously needs to have some art materials. However, a few crayons or pencils will do. You can also do sand play by using a more creative approach. A client could use a bag of shells or stones placed in a tray of long grain rice. I have 10 beautiful handmade sand trays sat in a storage unit. Look at online working as a chance to simplify your collection.
I've talked to hundreds of therapists and clients in the last year, and it's usually therapists who resist working online. Clients are more accepting of online therapy sessions. The rest of their lives have moved online. Why should counselling be any different? It's sometimes easier to regulate eye contact, which can feel exposing when the counsellor isn't in the room with you. For young people in particular, it can be easier to talk via a screen or by text. So you can get difficult experience disclosed online quicker than in face-to-face therapy. So we may have to work on pacing in online therapy so the client isn't left too vulnerable. I began working online in order to keep existing therapeutic relationships going, but now I am learning to appreciate creative online therapy on its own merits. My online creative approach may have been born of necessity, but it has taken on a life of its own. There are opportunities in all this. Many clients have been passing time playing video games. By sharing this creative alternative to counselling with us via Zoom, clients give us an insight into their archetypal, even apocalyptical, inner world. I think online work could create a more equal dynamic between counselling between counsellor and client. The research on how working online will change the counselling industry is still being written. I know that I will still be offering online training courses once the pandemic is over. It's a different therapeutic space, but once you get past the challenges of technology, it is still a relational one. But just as I can't wait to meet people again in coffee shops, I can't wait to smell the paint and touch the sand in real word trainings. Some senses can't be simulated online.